Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, where writing from the heart adds value to your life. Listen as authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs share the stories behind their creative process and their work. Also, listen as I give book reviews, share writing encouragement and tips, read occasional poetry, and give you inspirational nuggets from my writing journey, all inspired by the Holy Spirit. Grab a cup of whatever beverage suits your fancy, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks for supporting my Inspirational Journeys podcast. My purpose is to provide a platform for authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs to share their stories while also providing writing tips, encouragement, and inspiration to help you achieve your writing goals through faith and courage. By clicking the support this podcast button or following the link in my show notes, your monthly contribution of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 will help me achieve mine. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Kathy Geary. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And it's so nice to have you. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am um, a baby boomer. I have two children, seven grandchildren, and when I was growing up, to call someone a storyteller was an insult because we were too kind to use the word liar in those days but (laughs) that's what storyteller meant but in a different form of that word I was always a storyteller I told told stories to my younger sisters and to their friends just to entertain them and when I entered school I began writing stories there and um just kind of continued, never thought that I would publish anything or that anybody else would want to read it, but I accepted Christ at age 14 and started teaching school, teaching Bible school, Sunday school at 18, and that's been about 45 years, and I love God's word, and once in a dream, when I had asked the Lord about my gifts, he just simply said, I gave you words. And I think that's the point that I started entertaining the thought of of writing some of those words down and sharing them with people. And I've always written. I've been a nurse for 34 years. And over the years, I wrote down some little tidbits of information that would just stick in my mind and uh, with the thought that I might develop them into something later. And that's kind of the way it evolved. Wow. And I, I was going to ask you what inspired you to become a writer, but I think you answered that question when you were introducing yourself. It was, it was totally God-inspired. Or was there something else in your life that gave you inspiration? Um, I read a lot. You know, we didn't have all the technological devices that children have now. In fact, I remember when we got our first television, um, that was a momentous occasion. But for entertainment and just, um, you know, to um, 
I guess, enlighten our minds. We read a trip to the library was just like a great big treat. And I've always loved books, any kind of books. Um, and I was inspired, I think, by the writers. Um, I read a lot of um, Irma Bombeck. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Yeah, I've read one of her books. Yeah, that style of writing. So, you know, in my family, a lot of them were practical jokers. So that kind of caught my attention <laughs> too. You know, found out we weren't the only ones in the world who like to joke around and, and be funny. So I kind of um, use some of that in my writing sometimes. It, it just seems to surface whether I plan to or not, I guess, because it's a part of my makeup. Yeah. So, um, and you said you've been a nurse for 34 years. I read your book and some of your stories, all of your stories are really amazing. Um, but the one that really was, that stuck with me was the one about where the guy, the, that guy, when you figured out what he wanted, he gave you a kiss for cookies. That was, I, I, I thought that was my, did, that was one of my favorite chapters, but, and I know it's like asking you to pick a favorite chapter from a book is like asking asking you to pick, pick your favorite child, but if you had a favorite story from that book, what would it be? Well, you're exactly right. It's, it's tough to pick because each of the characters were very special. We spent so much time together. You know, it's an honor to have the care of a person in their last days, and they shared many things about their lives, things that I thought were just too precious to let be relegated to history without being recorded and enjoyed by others. But um, I think my favorite, probably because it really ministered to me personally at that time, was Vivacious Victoria, about the lady in the in the chair. Because yeah. I was, yeah, I, I was feeling a little discombobulated at that time and wondering, well, Lord, am I where I'm supposed to be? Have I missed? your your guidance and your direction you know what am i doing here in this place where nobody ever knows anything that i do you know, i'm not before the public i'm not uh, speaking as i sometimes do i'm not teaching anyone i'm not really impacting the millions or the masses or even a couple of hundred and um just in in the way he spoke to me about um, Miss Victoria, it um, reaffirmed that was. So do you still work as a nurse today or, or not? I'm pretty much retired, but I do work part-time. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, uh, aside from this particular book, are there any other stories that, is it, have you, do you have any, anything in the works right now? I am working on a devotional, um, possibly a women's devotional. I have been teaching at a center for uh, drug rehab for women, and some of the lessons there have been impactful, and I've recorded them and I'm developing them into a devotional format. Oh, wow. That sounds, that sounds like it would be really interesting and really good, too, because there's so many people that, you know, that need God's word in their life and what better way to do it than a devotional. Am I not right? Right, right. And the addiction is a pressing issue in our time. You know, unfortunately it's become really devastating in, in many states 
and it's bad in, in our area. So it may be a topic of interest and possibly some help to others that are dealing with that same issue. Yeah, so um, do you have any tips for aspiring authors that you would like to share? Probably for me, the thing that's been most helpful is to jot down those um, God winks or those special moments when you see um, a message behind just a, a normal everyday happenstance. And um, because you think that you'll always remember, but life is busy and things come along and just can push that that memory away. But just jot those down not and when you have time to sit down at your leisure and reflect, you can possibly develop those um, little moments into a meaningful story. And I saw that you got published with Zulon Press. Kind of, if you don't mind, describe that process. Did you have to pay them to publish or <clears throat> um, how did yes. that um, And I did not adequately do my homework. You know, I, I just... Um, um, had the thought of publishing the book and a friend recommended them to me and um, you know I in my naive way thought that that was all I had to do is write the articles and send them in in book format and they would publish it and voila <laughs> everything would would take off but um, and as again it's my fault because I really did not research you know exactly what is my responsibility I, I'm not really good at self-promotion um, and marketing has been um, an educational opportunity for certain, but um, they walked me through. <clears throat> my um, editor found a couple of things, but um, my daughter is um, um, not a, an official editor, but she's very good at it. She's edited several books for friends, and she edited my book for me and was um, uh, quite helpful in that, as were some other writer friends. And I think that's a good recommendation to have a friend who is a writer or who is very good at English and grammar to edit your work before you submit it to a publisher. Right. Are you going to um, are you going to use them again or are you going to self-publish this time? Um, well, they actually are self-publishing, which I um, didn't realize that that was uh, technically the same thing. But I don't think I will use them again. Um, the best case scenario is to find someone who is looking for the type of book that you're writing, and then they will publish it, um, promote it, market it, you know, the whole nine um, Well, actually, I'm, you still, and, and even with the big five publishers, I don't know if you know this, but you still have to do a lot of the marketing. Mm -hmm. that right. you, you still have to do a lot of that. So even if you self-publish, especially um, devotionals, I have a friend who's got four, devo well, five devotionals now published, and, and she's got, like, I think 16 books in fiction, and de devotionals, and she's got a poetry book, but um, she, she, she has one that she sent to a traditional publisher, but then the other she's done herself. Oh, wow. Her name that is Jen Lowry, I can, um, and she has the, um, she's got a um, Writing Warriors for Jesus Patreon page. I will um, send you that link. But yeah, if you're interested in getting some help with writing and formatting and stuff, she does. Um, we've got Thank a group you. that we're that we're supporting one another, and she's it's one it, it's support through her Patreon page, and that's how we all met. And well, some of them are my friends anyway. But I thought I'd share that with you. And with any listeners, 
you got you Christian-based authors out there who need a little help, um, go to patreon.com slash Jen Lowry. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash capital J-E-N capital L-O-W-R-Y if you would like to join us and support support her page, but not only that, be a part of a, a Christian writing community. Um, and so now, and you didn't tell me that you didn't want to, you, you didn't tell me that you weren't comfortable with this, but if you aren't, let me know, but I'm going to ask you a fun question now. If you could sit down and have a conversation with anybody, past or present, who would it be? And it could be anybody from the Bible or anybody. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, I greatly admire Smith Wigglesworth. He's not um, extremely well known by a lot of present day Christians, but He's a minister who lived in England <clears throat> in the mid-1800s. In fact, he passed away in 1947, I believe it was. But um, he was a very powerful man of God. He had 14 people raised from the dead under his ministry. And the first one, in fact, was his wife, who was the minister in the family. And she let him know that he must take over the ministry as it was her time to go and be with the Lord. and he wasn't quite ready for that, and she died, and he um, brought her back to life through prayer and his faith in God, and um, questioned her a bit more about how is he going to do this with the ministry, and she um, spoke with him and kind of encouraged him and imparted some things to him, and then um, she said she was going, and this time he must not call her back, <laughs> so, um, but he was a very powerful man of God. They um, found grooves in the floor in a particular room in his house where he spent so much time in prayer. He was a man of the word. He read nothing but the word of God and um, just oozed the, the presence of God. One particular story that is inspiring is um, of a time when he entered a room and said nothing, just took a seat, and people began to just fall on the floor and cry out, I need to be saved. And that's just the, the measure of the power of God that he carried. And um, that's something that I would love to do is just to be so filled with the presence and the power of God. And that comes from spending time in his presence and of course, reading the word. Um, and our lives today are so busy and it seems things are always pressing. Um, I'm sure you've heard the book, The Tyranny of the Urgent, where we run to take care of things that are demanding our immediate attention because they're urgent, but are they really important? Are they really needed? Actually, no, I haven't read that book. It, it's good. Okay. Um, that that does sound very, very interesting and wow. I mean, I've read a bunch of, I've read several devotional books growing up, but not that one. So, um, the tyranny of the urgent, is that what that's called? Exactly. Tyranny of the urgent. Okay. I will definitely look that up because that's, that's one that probably going to be on my bucket list of books to read. <laughs> so okay. where, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying it, it may be just our times. I don't, I don't think previous generations thought that as much as we do today. It seems that, <clears throat> excuse me. With all of our time-saving devices, we have less time to, to actually sit and study and reflect on God. Yeah, because, and I'm not, and, and 
of course I'm Generation X, but um, I grew up without the technology, but yet I use it. But you know, I, I've I learned to adapt to it. But I'm not one of these people who will sit on on the phone or a tablet for hours on end. I mean, I'll listen to stuff on my electronics, but you're right. So all these supposed time-saving devices are are taking us away from the true from from what's really true from from god and from his word i mean why let that take us away when we can access the word right there on those devices right 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 yep so where can people find you online i've got it but you can you know talk people through it if they have time to write it and write notes down i do have a facebook author page kathy c geary um facebook.com slash book addict yeah okay right and um um my last name is spelled g-u-e-r-r-y and um i do have a blog spot kathycgeary.com as well um my books are found on amazon barnes and noble zulon press or apple ibooks and of course you can order from my book <laughs> just have the one right now yeah i saw that on your blog too so, um, cause, and I love your Facebook page. I, I looked it up and I'm like, and I liked it too, but book addict, I think all authors are book addicts, don't you? <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> okay. So do you have a, a, a Bible verse you'd like to share with us before we um, I love Psalms 46 and 10 and it says, be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the heathens. Um, the Lord spoke that to me, and it took me fully six months to to digest that verse, to take it apart, and to examine it. Um, be still, in one translation, is rendered cease striving, and that kind of surprised me. You know, it, I received this verse at a particularly turbulent time in my life, and I just um, was surprised to find out that I was striving and I thought, well, I must be striving with God because I was thinking, you know, I could do this and make the situation better. I should be doing that and just looking at all these things. And the second part of the verse says, and know that I am God's. And we have to stop again, reflect on who God is and, and to know him. That takes a lifetime. Um, I know Elvis, you know, when he sings, I know his voice. When I hear his song on the radio, I know that's him. I've seen him in the movies. I know some of his life, but I've never sat down and had an intimate conversation with him. I've never just walked up to his home and knocked on the door and, and he welcomed me in. It, it's a different type of knowing. And right. to know God in, in that way, you know, we have to stop and listen and and it's difficult, as I referred to earlier, to, to just be still. You know, I'm a doer. I want things done. I want all the I's dotted and the T's crossed and everything organized and in order. But um, sometimes we just have to stop and be still and realize there are things that we're meant to do and there are things that he's doing. And a lot of times we just get in the way. He's yep. like, I could have done it already if you would just stop stirring the water and, you know, but um, that, that verse has, has ministered to me time and time again, and, and I need it as a reminder at times still yet. 
And you're right. I, 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 I'm, I'm like you, I like to get things done, but then I just stop and, and reflect too and pray and just because sometimes and, and as writers and, and, and I know other people, you know, could do this too and pro and, and definitely get a message from God. But sometimes as writers and you can agree with me or not, um, but sometimes when we stop and be still, God gives us the inspiration we need to, to keep, to, to get the job done, to exactly. get those words down. Exactly. That's when you get some of those great divine downloads oh in your no, life. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful when that happens. Yeah. Um, so would you like to close us out in prayer? Sure. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for this time that we've had together to share our inspirational journeys, to just reflect on who you are and, and what you've done for us and in our lives. And your word says that deep calls unto deep and you remind us of the fellowship and the strength and the shared knowledge that we, we can receive from our fellow writers. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the technology that even allows us to connect with people that we would never be allowed to meet. And we just thank you that you have a plan for our lives. And as we stop and reflect and trust you, you lead us step by step. And we just ask that you would use our writing to bless others, to, to change the world that for your glory, that you could be revealed through us and everything that we say and do. And we just give you the praise for that in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being on the show, Kathy. We challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. But when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys, and have a blessed day. Are you an author, creative artist, or entrepreneur creating innovative products and services to meet your customers' needs? If you've answered yes to any of these questions and would like me to help you promote your products and services on my podcast, I have an invitation for you. I am filling out my calendar for 2020 and would like to add some new guests to Inspirational Journeys. If you're interested in being interviewed by me, please either email me with Inspirational Journeys in the subject line, message me on social media with your email address, or fill out the contact form on my website or at the bottom of my most recent blog posts with inspirational journeys in the message box. I look forward to hearing from you and thanks for listening to Inspirational Journeys and have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.